Welcome to the Feminine Principle Podcast, supporting women to let go of the ghosts from their past by exploring the hidden side of their female psyche with shamanic shadow work for women with your host, Nicola Lucy. Hello, ladies, and welcome to another episode of the Feminine Principle Podcast, where today we are exploring the letting go of expectation. And so what is your relationship with expectation? I invite you just to take a moment to feel into expectation, to feel into the expectation you have of somebody else behaving or acting or doing something in the way you expect them to behave or act. To feel into the expectation of yourself, a goal that you may be trying to achieve, maybe to lose weight or change a habit or earn more money. And then just feeling into the expectation of somebody else, meeting their expectations of you, whether that's in your personal or your professional life. And so by simply feeling into expectation, we recognize that expectations are so powerful. And yet we don't even realize how much they define us, how intrinsic they've actually become in creating our sense of self and our sense of identity. You see, we've learned about expectation growing up. If we did something right, something good, something acceptable, then we were rewarded. And if we did something wrong, something bad or something unacceptable, we were reprimanded. And so therefore, we have constantly and consistently again changed our innate nature to meet the expectations of others. And therefore, we learn how to relate by meeting the needs and expectations of others, how to behave and how to expect others to perform and conform to then meet our own needs. And so we've created the pattern within the pattern over and over again. And this cycle has then continued into adulthood. So as we can see, expectation is really deeply woven into our needs into our needs and the needs of others. And yet, for the most part, these needs are unspoken or never really communicated in a correct or healthy way because the relationship that we have with our needs and our expectations are woven through our unconscious wounding, trauma and conditioning. So therefore, we will say one thing but mean something else. For example, how many of you can relate to this in your personal life? doing something so mundane like the washing up or the taking out of the bins, and especially if you live with somebody else. And so, for example, in our household, it's to do with the washing up. You know, I will ask my partner to do the washing up, and then three or four hours later, the washing up is actually still there. Now, in the past, this would trigger the hell out of me, and then I would start having a hissy fit, and then that would create all of the psychodrama. However, what I'm actually asking for in that moment is nothing to do with the washing up. What I was actually asking for was for support, to help me. As I'm working, please, can you just do the washing up so that I feel supported? But I'm not communicating that. I'm communicating the need for the washing up to be done. And so we can see how 
we create this psychodrama over and over again based around these unex- these unspoken expectations. Because we do believe and we expect other people to behave, act and respond in a certain way. And when they don't, we feel undervalued, unsupported, unheard, unacknowledged. And then this obviously then triggers the resentment, the fury and the passive aggression. And when we set expectations for ourselves, you know, all of those goals and those achievements, we have a sense of control, like we can control what we are creating, but yet the creative process doesn't really have control. It has passion and pleasure woven into it. But our need to control gives us a sense that we are moving forward. However, when we don't then meet those expectations that we've created, we feel like we have underachieved, like we failed, like we somehow let ourselves down. And then we begin to judge and criticize ourselves. And so then that leads into that unhealthy relationship with ourself again, always judging and shaming and naming the self, which feeds into that old, unhealthy and unconscious pattern. We are in that moment stepping into self-harm with our words, with ourself, through that criticism and naming and shaming of the self because we did not meet the expectations that we'd set for ourselves. Then there are also those unconscious beliefs that we create. That if we get this, or if we take this action, and if we maybe manifest this, then we'll be happier, then we'll be thinner, then we'll have the life that we dreamed of, and we'll be satisfied and content. And yet, all we're doing is just chasing unicorns, because we've actually created unrealistic expectations, again, from our unresolved wounding trauma and conditioning. We think that we need something. We need something which will make us feel whole. And so therefore we're seeking it on the outside of the self, not on the inside of the self. And then there's the never ending need to perform and conform to meet the expectations of others in both of our personal and our professional lives, to maintain the illusion of safety, security and stability a sense of belonging, that we are succeeding and that we are accepted when deep down we actually may be very miserable. And in some of our careers, we may have fallen into the footsteps footsteps of our parents or we may have chosen a career path which really doesn't tune into our own nature, which really doesn't talk to our passions, but we've been so conditioned to follow that path that we can often not feel a way out. And again, this has been created from that sense of expectation, that unspoken expectation that we're trying to meet within the self and for others. And so overall, we're expected to wear all of these masks according to the expectations that have been created inside and outside of us. Day in, day out, we wear these masks. How many of these masks are we wearing for others? And how many of these masks are we wearing so that we can simply just fit in, so we can belong, so that we can feel accepted? Because deep down, we really don't fit in. We really don't feel like we belong or that we are accepted. And even now, 
We've just had Thanksgiving and we're moving into Christmas. And so many of us, we can feel that energy of expectation building within the self. We can feel our stress levels starting to go on overdrive because there is so much expectation. There's so many needs that need to be met. And those expectations come from family, you know, having to be with the family, having to conform to what the family needs. And then there's the giving, the present giving, you know, who needs what and what are their expectations and what will happen if they don't like what they've been given. And I'm sure that we've all resonated with this at some point when we were growing up, being given a gift that we really didn't like. And therefore we were heartbroken and shattered because our Christmas gift didn't meet our expectations. And then there's all of the pomp and circumstance around the Thanksgiving or the Christmas dinner. You know, like who's going to do all the preparation, the cooking, the cleaning, the hosting, and all of those masks that we will have to wear to make sure that everybody is enjoying themselves. And really, you know, most of the time, deep down, and if we're really, really honest with ourselves, we may just want to have a very quiet Christmas just with ourselves and our close, on our loved ones. And yet we have to meet the expectations of everybody around us to maintain a sense of tradition that we may not feel aligned with anymore. And so again, we find ourselves conforming to a set of principles which are so fundamental in the expectation of what is expected of us. And so for me personally, this was always a challenge for me you know, Christmas and being part of a family that was always arguing, you know, it was a devastating time at Christmas. I really didn't like having Christmas because there was so much expectation around, you know, who was going to go where and who was going to do the cooking. And we all had to put on this mask and pretend that everything was okay when really it wasn't okay. We didn't really like each other and therefore we just simply had to put up with each other because that was what was expected of us at Christmas. And this created so much unnecessary stress. And I remember, you know, going back, I haven't celebrated Christmas really since 2015. You know, I've had to decondition myself out of all of that expectation year by year It's just me and my partner now that actually spend that time together and we don't celebrate it in any way, shape or form. We don't buy each other presents. The most that we do is just maybe cook some nice food and enjoy the peace and the quiet of having those couple of days in pure pleasure of being off work and really just enjoying each other's company. But it's taken, you know, those years of deconditioning and feeling into that expectation. You know, I remember the first year that I didn't celebrate Christmas, there was still that expectation weighing heavily on my nervous system. You know, like, should I still buy presents? And what if they don't, what if they don't like the presents? And how will I send them? And going round and round and round in circles because of that expectation that was so conditioned in me. And so therefore, letting go of that expectation creates a really pleasurable time now. So as you can see and experience, expectation creates a merry dance of unconscious behavior and reaction. 
going round and round and round in circles and creates so many limitations in the psyche that really stops us from tapping into our power and our potential. And so living and relating in expectation takes us out of the body. It takes us out of the present moment and sends our nervous system into overdrive, stress and anxiety. And so therefore, to be able to really let go of expectation, it will mean us being present in the body. Being present in the body means to be aware of the self, to catch the self at the moment of disassociation through expectation so that we can break down the pattern. But we have to be very self-aware to catch ourselves doing that. And that's where we have to tap into our own power. At the moment when we are thinking about expectation, an expectation of ourselves, or an expectation of others or meeting the expectation of somebody else, we need to catch it. We need to be present in that very subtle yet powerful moment. And when we catch it, we're able to then come back home into the body to be present with it so that we are not reacting to it. And the more in which we can then bring our our attention and our awareness back into the body, the more we are able to break down that pattern of expectation. And what we experience is the more that we do let go of the pattern of, of expectation and the more present we become, the more we begin to manifest our lives from a place of pleasure and joy and gratitude because we are in the present moment. We're no longer disassociated or disconnected and in the fear, the stress and the anxiety. We're actually grounded in the body so we can feel the pleasure and the gratitude and the joy of simply being in the body. No longer caught in the trap of expectation. And in my own journey and working with clients through the nine-month program, I recognize over and over again the ability to experience a deeper sense of trust and connection with ourselves and our environment and with others when we let go of expectation. We remember what play and pleasure feel like in the moment and how healing and grounding it is. What this ultimately teaches us is that the more that we are able to trust in the self, the more that we are able to be present in the body, the deeper the connection is with ourself and with our creative potential. And that's where we open so much more of our potential, which is ultimately unknown to us. If we try to put limitations around our potential, then we actually cut ourselves off from our potential because we, our potential contains so much more, so much more that we are not even aware of. And that is why it's called our potential. And so therefore, when we expect of our potential, we're actually limiting the psyche. And so ladies, let me ask you, what do you expect of yourself and others? And how do you feel when these expectations are not met? What emotions get triggered and where do those emotions come from? And who are you without expectation? What sort of life would you like to live? What would you like to experience from a place of pleasure and joy?
And what expectations could you let go of today? Just one expectation of yourself and to experience who you are without that expectation. To let go of one expectation of somebody else so that you can experience who you are without that expectation. And to let go of the need to perform and conform to the expectation of somebody else so that you can experience who you are without that expectation. Are you ready to break free from the ghosts of your past, to live with more freedom and a clear sense of purpose and inner confidence? If so, book a chat with me to explore the potent magic of one-to-one shadow walking sessions at thefeminineprinciple.com.